0: Welcome to Policy Today, thoughtful discussion of current issues vital to the future prosperity of Washington State. Produced by the Washington Research Council.
1: Hello and welcome to the Washington Research Council's Common Ground podcast. This is Mary Strau. I'm joined today by Randy abrams Karras and our special guest today, Representative Judy Cliburn who is a state representative from the 41st Legislative District and also chairwoman of the House Transportation Committee. Welcome, Representative Claiborne. Good to be here. Wonderful. Okay, so we're going to dive right into this. One of the reasons we wanted to have you on today um, is because you were a pivotal player in um, putting together the transportation revenue package that passed last year. It was a very long process. I think went Oh, Did it go over it two legislatures? Three s- years. Three years. Okay, so yes. it was really... It required a lot of work and stick to um, And one of the things that really stuck out to us is at the signing ceremony last summer, bill signing ceremony mm-hmm. where Governor Inslee signed the bill, was you specifically talked about the process and how everybody had to give up something that was really important to them and um, really had to listen to the other side and make the focus not so much on what do I want and and, uh, what can I get out of this, although everyone did have their goals. Yes, definitely. (laughs) But more about, okay, how can we move this process forward? So let's just start off with that general notion of the process of getting that done and what it was like to have such a go through such a long process and sometimes it felt like it wasn't going to get
0: done and all of that stuff well it was a very long process and I think one of the things that you have to remember in, in politics in particular is that it 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 often has a lot of groundwork that you have to lay mm. but you also have to be terribly stubborn and patient Uh, and not give up Mm -hmm. so as i talk about this because everybody was fascinated by the fact that we succeeded Mm -hmm. there isn't a lot of success of that kind that Mm -hmm. people get to really see happen and be that big yeah and so everybody wanted to break it up break it down and say well now how did this happen especially since there's so many things that don't get through Mm -hmm. So what I have talked about, and it took me a while. I didn't start out knowing I was going to work three years. So first of all, you have to be a little blind and just go and go with faith right. that you're going to get it done. But I never actually gave up. I, In the back of my mind, the first year when we didn't get it done, I thought, well, we're going to come back next year. And mm-hmm. it was a short session uh, the next year. So mm-hmm. we continued to work all through the summer, trying to... uh, We had just passed it out two days before the end of session, special Mm. session. Mm. So you knew the Senate wasn't going to act. Right, right. So we worked together, and we went through the next session, and we worked, and I would say that there was a lot of... uh, There wasn't a lot of movement, but there was a lot of learn, Okay. So there's a lot of learning that goes mm-hmm. in. And when I talk, I'm now talking to people across the nation because oh, uh, National uh, Council of uh, State Legislatures and nice. Council of State Governments, they are trying to help other states. And so when, I, when we talk, it has to do with being persistent mm-hmm. and listening. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I think sometimes is missing in... And that it took us. We weren't, and it wasn't until we were done that we realized that we had the same goal. Mm. So if you you can put up with a lot of differences of opinions and different uh, needs, but you all have to be persistent and know that you're headed towards the same goal. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'd start. Yeah. So, what was that same goal? They wanted a transportation package as much as we did. And I think that that, you know, will bode well for other things. If you can get that agreement to come together, that, yes, that's where we're going to go. Because getting there, we were really divergent. Mm-hmm. We didn't think about getting there in the same way. So we had 18 reforms, some of which were mind-boggling And how would you do this, destroying labor contracts, uh taking money out of the general fund at a time when you're trying to fund education Mm. and putting it into transportation, all those kinds of things that seem like really big stops. If you were still keeping your eye on the prize, what we did that last year is we had defined the need. where The Democrats knew what they needed. The Republicans had done their survey around the state they knew what they needed in terms of projects in terms of projects okay. and what each of the they're needed but then we just sat down and we had these gigantic reforms mm. and we spent months on each of those reforms wow and i'll give you one example building ferries uh is a little more expensive if you build them in state right and so they, uh, the, the the reform that was coming from the Republicans was to build them out of state, mm-hmm. so that there would there would be more competition and keep the price down. Right. My problem is when you build them in state, you generate money mm. that doesn't show up as part of your, um, the price of your ferry. Oh, sure. Sh- because for the ferries that we maybe paid twenty five million more for, we generated three hundred million, and mm. re juvenated every shipbuilding uh company in the state right so how do you how do you compare that so when we sat down to debate this uh we were all sitting around the table and i said well i just don't want to build out of state and the other side said well i don't want to build expensive more expensive than we need to and i said well i agree with you and he said i agree with you (laughs) and you know it was it was interesting it was not the usual person who was across the mm-hmm. table from me so we were looking at each other and said oh well then let's figure out how to do yeah. it yeah and what we did is we went with uh we uh, there was a process by which you put out the bid mm-hmm. that the engineer puts on the ferry mm-hmm. if it's more than five percent over you open it up okay to out of state okay it's right. called the alaska model and alaska has that and they've never built out, of, out state. of state so it, it generates a way of keeping the competition in there right While so those are the things that you do then each time if you, you see where we both had something we wanted in that reform and we found a way to get it for both of us
1: right and it kind of works out because then you make sure you've got the um, whatever accountability or whatever you want to call it but still encouraging in state construction right so we get the jobs and we get the jobs everything it, that goes along and all the taxes was it? Yeah, the taxes. Lots, lots of, of taxes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Lots of taxes. I mean, exactly. taking that and, and sending it away would have been a real shame.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily get gu- may doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're gonna in the end get much of a better deal.
0: I will also say that during the time that we were negotiating through all those reforms, and this mm-hmm. was the last year, and we were also. Uh, negotiating how much was going to go to multimodal, which oh, yes. was not a high priority for them, and they wanted the seven hundred million to come out of the general fund, and mm-hmm. that was their... Okay, so we had those two. Right. And at one point we just looked at each other and said, "If if I, you know, if I do this, you have to do that," and that's those are drop deads. Mm-hmm. So we will just say it. We're not going to do it if the, we can't do that. So that immediately opened up the door to look at how would you get those done. Not fighting about whether there should be multimodal, but right. fighting, fighting about how we're going to get it done. Yeah. Not fighting about whether the $700 million is, but how can you backfill it? Because you have to backfill it in the general fund. Right. So we worked on those together. Right. That's because we actually kind of liked each other. <laughs> and I think that's an element that shouldn't be lost.
1: No, no. Because
0: at the same time that we were doing this, the other budget... Was having knock down, drag out, angry. uh, You know, the general fund. They they could hardly talk to each other Mm, mm -hmm. because they were doing their posturing and and drawing lines in the sand. And I know that that's different. uh, You know, it's different and easier in transportation. Mm -hmm. But I think if we don't make those kinds of things a part of um, how we deal with each other, we we don't get anywhere. Right. So using that model
2: using the model yeah. um because not everybody is going to like each other but you can appreciate each other's humanity and that you all have a job to do mm-hmm. so
0: are you going to start negotiating general budget well you know it's interesting because and i would i would not be a good person to be the lead person but i would love to share for those who are willing to listen and i think the people who are around the table at the transportation maybe the four leads could sit down with the four leads of the general fund who who are going to because what i noticed was there was suspicion Mm. and that grew into anger and when we got into a something that that was um, a real difference and we didn't come up with a solution we could still talk to each other and we could put it on the sidebar and say okay Mm -hmm. we'll come back and, and do that I think the general fund has so much uh, in it that is a value system and then people become suspicious Uh, Mm -hmm. so if you're going to delineate which is what we did with the transportation package we delineated here's what we're going to do it did kind of grow because we needed more but (laughs) um, but we did it together if we're going to agree to do mccleary and we sit down and one side says we have to have we don't want to cut mental health and the safety net, and the other side says, well, we don't either. You know, we right. <laughs> we can give lip service to that. But, you know, then this side has to be able to say, okay, then we're going to do this together and not have the suspicion of it always is. We always, on our side, think it's trying to make smaller government is the major uh, role mm-hmm. that's going on in that room, not trying to get money for education. If right. they say, Well, we want money for education, and you start there, then all these other stories, uh, all the other discussions come about how to get to that point mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: there's a big problem these days. I think I was listening, uh, somebody was talking about this, I think on the David Axelrod podcast, which I'm a big fan of now, mm-hmm. about. Uh, Is a real problem comes about when you when you question the motives. Right now, sometimes you can't. Like some someone's telegraphing pretty clearly what they want to do. But lots of misunderstandings. When you're, you were talking about this, it it um, it reminded me of this. That when you're questioning mm-hmm. the motives, and then it builds the suspicion. That's not going to be conducive to uh, yeah. And to I making I think there
0: were personalities in the room that really brought that to the table. Yeah in their own way you know even if they didn't mean to Mm -hmm. that was the way they deal with life right so you need to have someone i will say that there were a couple of staff people really adroit at uh when we got into an impasse saying well everybody around the table and i will tell you we had huge numbers of people around the table um would you like us to have a presentation on that and the the practical design the republicans thought it was a joke and we we were banking it in our budget and they didn't have it in there so we had to verify that there was real money there not a uh, you know a budget joke or uh, or a trick trick yeah Yeah. and so they came in and had engineers come in and give a big presentation that took a whole day but but they said whoa we want that too yeah (laughs) yeah you yeah, know, those are the kinds. If you have a good staffing in the room, okay, and you have someone who ha- is keeping it calm, and don't allow those personalities to get uh, ahead of themselves. And we've had some pretty big personalities in the room on mm-hmm. both sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine that, and <laughs> oh, yeah. The transportation <laughs>
2: is, but you when know, we were talking about general fund, and you said it comes. Those those arguments um, or discussions become much more heated because they seem to be more values drib- driven. Mm-hmm. I've been you know, we were talking about my commute every day from Kirkland to <laughs> it Seattle, <is> a value. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the values and that transport our transportation system and our infrastructure actually is a value statement. What do we value? How do we value people's time? How do we value the environment? So it, the transportation budget and our transportation infrastructure is a value statement. Um, and and it made me then reflect on, I was fortunate enough to um, attend a dinner with uh, Senator, former Senator George Mitchell, mm-hmm. who negotiated peace in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a group of Israelis, mid to upper level career professionals. And there were just 20 of us in the room, or 25 of us in the room. And they, the Israelis were very interested in how Senator Mitchell did this. And he said, it's very, it's much more extreme than the transportation budget negotiations. Oh, not but, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I know. We kept everybody at the table, even while they were killing each other's children. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, no, thank goodness this was. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, you stay at the table. You start, and you it reminded me also of when Governor Locke made. Um, I think it was representative murray at the time ed murray and i can't jim remember horn. jim horn he was my we, senator he <laughs> locked them in in the conference room yeah. and, and in the go governor's bring office their tooth, toothbrush and pajamas they weren't going home <laughs> that's, that's right and there was a deal <laughs> there was so, a deal so and you behold, have to just it, that's what they, they
1: used to do when they um elected popes the conclave means Mm -hmm. with the key they would be like i mean i think they let them brush their teeth
2: and stuff but they'd be like "Eh." but bring your toothbrush Mm -hmm. and you're not you're not leaving until Mm -hmm. there's some deal and so you start i think when you stay locked in a room with somebody or you know there's no choice but to move forward and you start you know saying well i guess they're not completely objectionable and i guess that is a human being sitting across the table from me and And we have the same goal. We need to get a package out that's going to satisfy the people of the state and going to get people moving to work and school and goods moving to market and, you know. And and giving choices.
0: Yes. I mean, you -hmm. know, we could have gone an older paradigm on that. Transportation can easily get very uh, parochial and can get very one-sided. And this was a goal of mine is to make sure that it was more balanced than any that we'd done in the past. And then the timing was right because we had the governor who was, this was very important to him, Mm -hmm. and and it flew in the face of everything that the other side of the aisle pretty much wanted, but their acceptance of that made it imperative that we meet some of their demands. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a true give and take. Right. That's important. And I think that if we don't get some of that in a room with our next negotiations for education then it it isn't going to be as successful if you come in on one side and say well just we got enough money just fund education and then you know whatever's left over we'll do which is kind of a ploy to to just show people that there's enough money but those same people are not going to want to do I mean, if you if you push them on that and say well would you like to take it out of healthcare <laughs> and would you like to take it out of you know all the things that they care about they're not going to go there that's a that's just a line in the sand on our side if we're going to and so if you're going to do that do you agree that some kind of revenue is going to have to come if you can get that agreement oh okay now what kind of revenue and then you have the debate on how do you get the revenue instead of whether you're going to or not Mm-hmm. So it's very small steps, but everybody has to be listening back and forth. And I, I do think there has to be someone, some good staffer in the room that is not looking at it from the winners and losers. When we got, we remember, we stayed up all night. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh, we got home about 4 o'clock in the morning <laughs> the day that we voted on that. And that day we were supposed to be at the... Um, some is a forum for all of the all of the legislators on the east side. So oh, it was wow. Joe Fane and <coughs> Magandaz, and then you know all of our, everybody was there. Larry Springer and myself, and we were so tired. <laughs> and they asked us this very same question, and we just were all just sitting there going off. <laughs> blah, and, blah, blah. But we all said the same thing. We all knew where the win was. Mm-hmm. There weren't winners and losers. Mm-hmm. The win was to get the package, and yep. if we Whatever we did, if we didn't get that, we were all going to be on the same side. We're going to be losers, Mm -hmm. or we're going to be winners, but we're going to be together. That's I think the and we all said it. So if we could get that in the room Mm -hmm. where everybody feels like they're winners, if they get the package, or if they get McLeary, not did they get all of what they wanted? They wanted, yeah. Did we get all of what we wanted?
1: Yeah. Interesting. Um, Have have any legislators who are involved or are going to be involved in the McCleary negotiating process talked to you at all or sought your advice? And if not, maybe they should.
0: <laughs> I'll probably give it to them. <laughs> I <said or> <laughs> Actually, no. Um, it's it's highly politicized right now still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think when we get back and we know who's in the room and mm-hmm. what the... Uh, lay of the land is that there are people who have said, "Let's sit down and and talk," uh, mm-hmm. but not necessarily the ones who are going to be in the room, right? Because I, I'm not even sure now, right, who would be there. So, so it's, it's, it's going to be e- there. But I also know there there are people who ask me the same question: if yeah. I'm going to be in the room. I have never been on appropriations. You know, that would be a really big step. Certainly wouldn't be a charge. Yeah.
1: Do you want to get any sleep in the next
2: year?
0: (laughs) (laughs) How about an op-ed? Yeah. An op-ed sort
2: of as a a message. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be...
0: Post-election. Yeah. Yeah, It'd be interesting. It might be that not doing it publicly because we've had... You know, it's been interesting to have... Uh, Curtis King and I go around together and talk about bipartisan working together and doing all this, and then, uh, you know, two or three weeks in, they fired the secretary. I was so angry, I was not mm. talking for, for three weeks. I did not mm. talk to, to Curtis King because mm-hmm. he was part of the cabal, as far as I was concerned. But you get over it. Right. At some point, you have to say, okay, well, that was really not my idea, but uh, that that uh, political part that flares up Mm. can take you away from your game. Right. And so you do have to keep going. So until we know who's in the room and what the lay of the land is and who's in control, no matter who's in control, they'll have the same need is to get McCleary taken care of. Yeah, Mm
1: -hmm. get it taken care of. Um, You know, it was interesting. You were talking about how it can take time to have these discussions and say, put one issue to rest if there's some suspicion. And one of the things that's um, been interesting to me in observing, uh, for example, during this past legislative session, knowing that it was a short session and it was supplemental and, you know, the chances that they were going to get some grand bargain done was pretty slim, but um, some in the press and the public were like, Oh, I can't believe they're not going to do anything. It's like, do you, understand how complex this issue is like it's not just okay we're going to come up with this amount of money and then we're going to put it over here there's so many and we've talked about it before on other podcasts from the research council how oh so many decisions that go into how the money's going to be allocated because you're talking about shifting from the locals to the state it's a you know it's a huge um yeah the whole levy it's a huge deal shift is. yeah and just the, the, sometimes i feel uh like there's not enough appreciation of the enormity of the decision making that's going on and it's not just a matter of i'll just um come on guys just do make it. up you just do it like no you actually and you actually don't want it in some cases like in this case you don't want to move too quickly because no, not don't. that you want to drag your feet but you know, you want to have a healthy discussion. These are ma- major decisions going on,
0: but and lots of opinions.
1: I think, yeah, lots of opinions.
2: Joan Q. Public and John Q. Public don't necessarily know they how, don't. how it's all happening, but they do know that their kids have to eat lunch outside right. because uh, yeah, there isn't sure. enough room in the school, yeah. or that their bus route was cut, or. Um, that their classroom's overcrowded, or their mm-hmm. kids going to class in a portable building, um, right. so and so you know that 's why we elect our elected people is mm-hmm. to make those decisions and to be informed about it, and then to bring us the best decisions and the most informed decisions they can make and I think there is a citizen responsibility to understand how it happens. And I think that once people become parents, they start understanding <laughs> yeah. more. Mm-hmm. And that's when they run for school board, and that's <laughs> when they, had it. I don't like the way this is working, and that's when they get involved. Yeah. But um, there is a disconnect, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, and when it's special session after special session, People don't understand that it's a part-time legislature and they (laughs) they only have a vague idea of how Congress works and they don't like it. And so then they transfer that to Olympia and think it's the same thing. Well, they Um, think we're the same body because I get get letters letters
0: from people wanting me to do something that's going on in Congress. So the level of understanding is probably... Multiple layers of not understanding. Mm-hmm. There are people who think they understand because they know everything, and they're <laughs> quick to tell you exactly what what you should do. And then there are people who think something else is going on, and you know, you so you have all these different layers that you're dealing with when they when you're trying to get the information out. Uh, I will say I feel lucky to be in the world of the sort of more concrete, where you can point, even though it's bad when it's you know messed up or something's going wrong. At least you know when it's done. With education and healthcare and the safety net and all those kinds of things, they they're not going to go away. Mm-mm. It's ongoing. Mm-hmm. It's it's everybody's. You don't have to take that road. You don't have to go on four or five. But you do have to go to school, and you do right. have all these other things that you need from from the government. And we have such a sentiment of uh, that is anti-government in all. I, you know, I've been in now. This might be my twenty-fifth year of serving at, at one elected body, and mm-hmm. I I remember when uh, six ninety-five passed, and I was oh. on the city council, and we had to decide what to do with less money and knew that we were going to fail and couldn't actually say to the public guess what you just voted and now you're not going to get your streets or you're not going right. to get this you right. know, this service from the city we sucked it up and then we did not such a hot job of getting everything done and people said see told your government wasn't doing a good oh, job right right Self-fulfilling. To, to to if you believe that government is not needed, and then when you need it, it's not there. Then you're so. Why couldn't it. you say to people, "This was your choice"? So
2: oh, it was hard.
0: It, it was really hard, and I don't think we knew exactly how bad it would be. At the state level, they cut transit funding mm. and uh, foot ferries, and mm. you know we we cut out services that were being done. Mm-hmm. Um, we're now putting them back together. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what? You, so you've been involved, as you said, for 25 years on various levels. It's crazy. As as uh, I used to work for Dina Ross, and he used to say, "Yeah, someone must have dropped me on my head to keep doing this." <laughs> yeah. um, what's your sense of people's perception of government? Over the years, if you've noticed a change, or um, and then my the second part of my question is, what um, have you noticed a change in sort of with polarization? Has Mm -hmm. that affected the work you've been able to do?
0: I think that we're more polarized. Mm -hmm. I would look at the national election as indicative on both ends that you have the far right, the far left, Mm -hmm. feeling. And a lot of the far left are young and just kind of opening up their eyes for the first time that there is all this political stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And, well, that would be the easy answer, just do it that way. And on the right, they're saying, yeah, just do it. Just Mm -hmm. go out and do it. The fact that the government is so slow and so difficult to get everybody to do something together is both it's saving grace Mm -hmm. and it's... uh, Hardest thing to overcome. Right. People get really mad about taking a long time. But you know what? If you if it was something you didn't want it to happen, you're just really glad that mm-hmm. you didn't do it. It's too got those built in. It, it, so it, it, it's democracy. Right. I do think we're more polarized now nationally. Mm-hmm. But I also think the state is because we're very close in our numbers. There's nobody that's in complete control of anything. Right. So it's. You do have to work together.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about the, you know, the makeup of, say, the state legislature versus the makeup of Congress. You know, you've seen um, uh, the. I think there have been studies done about how it used to be you would have liberal Republicans that mm-hmm. were to the left of conservative Democrats, mm-hmm. and you know, vice versa. Mm-hmm. And that's you don't have that anymore, and it's like really polarized through you know variety of things redistricting whatever. But it seems like our legislature hasn't followed that. I mean, it seems like there are more moderates on both sides. I mean, you have your people on the far edges, but there are more. Seems like if you compare our legislature to Congress, compared to Congress, I think it is better. Yeah,
0: there are people we know that will work across and that makes us I'm a person that's considered a moderate. Right. My district is moderate. Yes. My and, and you know it's interesting because the the east side of the lake is very interestingly between the east side of the mountains and Seattle mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know mm-hmm. that part. So you have you have this crest of people that run along the the and they used to be republicans mm-hmm. and now a lot of them are Democrats, but mm-hmm. if they're Democrats or Republicans, they're both moderate.
1: Moderate, yes.
0: And so you have that group that works together fairly well, not on everything, but right. most of the time. And we are also, interestingly, a lot of us in leadership positions. Huh. Like chairs of committees mm-hmm. and yeah. um And in and leadership. The negot- and, yeah. and in mm-hmm. leadership. So that's an interesting dynamic that kind of goes into. Uh, both sides feeling a little miffed that they're not. You know, if the if the moderates are in control, then they're, they're we, going to the far home. left and the far right don't mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. But it used to be worse. I would say the first year I went down there when we were the first moderates and we we were one seat up, and mm-hmm. it, you know it was the same that we are now. Then it was was uh, Republicans, oh, yes. uh, <laughs> and so it was this very same layout, but our caucus was not friendly to us Interesting. they forgot we were the ones who came in and gave them the majority yeah so they were chaffing about having this moderation right. i don't see that as much
1: right it seems to have calmed down and I, at yeah. least i don't i don't see uh on the state level like you do on the national level moderates being punished Where it's like well i'm going to get primary out if i you know work with this Democrat bit. or work with this Republican. I mean, I'm not saying I, it's I, not... The- on
0: issues, the, uh, charter schools, mm-hmm. uh, right. it would be something that people would have said that there will be people running oh, interesting. from the left. I, oh, from the left. Interesting. I see, you see it on the okay. right more,
2: though. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, yeah the right is starting sure. to um, do what the left had done, whereas yes. if you're not, if you don't pass this litmus test, you're, you're going to get a primary opponent and you're going to lose. Yeah. It's yeah, an, this pendulum just is swinging all over the place. A wacky pendulum. Right, it's not going back and forth. It's yeah, it's very strange. around.
1: Like, you know, Richard Luger, just talking about national, who was defeated in a primary from uh, U.S. Sen. Longtime U.S. Senator from Indiana, kind of an icon, you know, and he was he was defeated in a primary. Well, I was just reading that. Uh, a more well, I mean, moderate. He's like a pra- pragmatic conservative Republican is now um, winning against more of a Tea Party Republican. So it, yeah, it just it goes back and forth. But um, it's it just appears to me in this state. Now you bring up the issue of you know the charter schools, and I'm sure on the Republican side there are other issues. But you don't at least compared to maybe two, four, six years ago. You weren't saying this, oh, you're going to get primaried and you're going to get taken out for not being, um, you know, quote-unquote, pure enough. I'm not going to
0: go too far down there because mm-hmm. we haven't finished with all of the primary filings. <laughs> <violence. laughs> who knows that's that's who right, will show up? Right. It's a <laughs> couple of weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it isn't uh, a big movement. There are people right. who have angst. Yeah, sure. But on yeah. the same time, I I remember when I was running uh For the first time for the house, and I went to a group, and I looked out at the audience, and I had been their mayor for you know eight or four years, Mm and on the on their city council, and I I looked at them, and I said, "Well, I'm going to run for this office, and I hope that some of you will support me." But. I'm looking around and I know I've made every one of you mad at one time or another, but I think I've made you all happy too, because if you stick around long enough, right? people kind of know where you are and you're not as crazy as if you're just one wing and you just go in one direction the whole yes. time. Yeah.
2: You're not I gone. think that's leadership. I've pondered this a lot over the many years <laughs> I've been in Olympia. Um, and Jim Hargrove, actually, um, he has he's been his district and he has never been afraid to even not be his district but to lay out his reasons and show his Mm -hmm. his logic and to lead on certain issues um i think back in 97 or 98 he had a proposal for the patriot tax and it was a temporary bump in the sales tax to take us through a certain hard time Mm. um and you know might not necessarily. It didn't pass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I, I remember, <laughs>
2: but but he showed leadership on that. And it's mm-hmm. I, I think, and people trust trusted him, and mm-hmm. you know they trust you that you're not just spouting some ideological rhetoric, but that there's a reason that you're saying what you're saying and proposing what you're proposing, and that um, you trust that people will follow or not follow, but mm. you're not invested in your next re-election
0: you're invested in getting the job done. So I'll share with you one of my more enlightening uh, lunches I was in a particular part of the state and it was quite pretty uh, it was both rural and it had its urban core and it was split and Mm -hmm. so we were having lunch and the mayor of this city was trying to bring home the votes that around the table mm. were anti the the transportation package mm. and there was there was a new person a person who had been there for a short time and a person who had been around for a long time mm. and as we were having lunch the first person said oh i just couldn't possibly vote for this and this is the short timer is this you know i i have to i have to reflect my district right. and the second person said is there anything you can do that you can give me that i can uh, at least justify to my people. And the last one said, and he'd been there for a while, and he said, you know, I'm going to vote for it, and then I'm going to explain to him why. Mm -hmm. And I said, now there's the difference between representing your district, Mm -hmm. uh, a growth uh, to understanding that there's more to it than just a reflection of of a mirror, Mm -hmm. or being a leader. Yeah. In the end, that person did not vote for the package, oh, which was really funny. I think That's voted funny. for the bonds, but it was really a rural area, and it wasn't necessarily the big deal. But right, it was interesting to see that people understand their roles differently. And mm-hmm. when you get locked in that I'm only going to vote my district and I'm only going to guess and read their minds, mm-hmm. you limit yourself.
1: Right. Yeah. There's a certain and your power. You limit your right. power. Yeah. Yeah. That's an that's interesting. That uh, makes the case against uh, term
0: limits. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I remember when term limits were like this hot thing. We went down to to Oregon, I think, where they had somebody who was the speaker, who'd been there two years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and you know, people were just jostling around trying to find leadership, right? right? And, and the out. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's when, when
2: that's when staff and lobbyists run the show.
0: Yeah, yes. yeah. that's when, true. And the hard thing with with Oregon is they don't have the kind of staff that we have. So the, mm. uh, it's interesting because I I worked with Deb and she was down there helping the legislature look at how we're staffed, mm. uh, mm-hmm. and so she would tell me that they use the governor's staff. Mm. Really. Now, see, don't we think that's shocking? Yeah, but that was the only staff they'd ever had, so they didn't think anything of oh, it. Oh, interesting! And then wow. they looked up at our state and said, "Well, well how come they're getting independent thinking on staff?" It, it, they're but super part time, though. Huge. The governor had huge power under that. Oh, and right? boy, that's fascinating. Yeah. That they're super
2: big... part time, though, right? Or are, 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 are they as part time as they used to be? In our I don't town?
0: think no. they're quite as part time as they. Yeah. I think they're more like us.
2: Yeah. So, so pseudo part-time <laughs> pseudo part-time, yeah <laughs> wow yeah.
1: well, um, Representative Cliburn uh, we'd love to talk to you longer but we know you have places to go people to see, uh, we'd love to get you on again, perhaps closer to a session, or maybe we could even Randy and I do traveling road shows we could sure. come down to Olympia to talk with you
0: oh yeah, that would be probably easier for some Yeah. yeah, that would be yeah.
1: good it should be a pretty interesting session too I don't know. I think Just it people. will be.
0: Um, you've given me some incentive to stick my oar in. Uh, I have had other people talk, but I ha- nobody's asked me to help them with that because there are people who feel like they own that process. They have, sure. uh, the negotiation with McCleary. Mm. But it seems to me that uh, there's a role for those of us who are successful sure. to go in and say, here's what worked for us, yeah. and if it works for us, it should work for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh Respect just, just goes a long way. Oh, yeah,
2: big time. Yeah, um, something we forget sometimes. Yes. Indeed. In, so we in the heat of the battle. <laughs> yeah. The heat of the, yeah. Yeah. Well, especially we looking at the
1: current um, presidential oh, election. My oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 Woo. Yes. As yes, we're taping this. It is um, oh, Tuesday. What? It's uh, Indiana, and things have already, just this morning, things have gotten a little even crazier than usual. But <laughs> let's hope that doesn't.
0: It does not bode for down. us. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, Representative Cliburn. Thank you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate My it. And thank you, uh, listeners for listening. Bye-bye.
0: Policy Today is a production of the Washington Research Council, dedicated to providing timely, credible research and policy analysis supporting economic vitality and private sector job creation. For more information, go to researchcouncil.org.